Life is a journey. And the older I get, the more I realize that the mentally tough people in this world are the ones who get back up after they've fallen, who can take a failure and turn it into a success, and who are generally happier people in the world. I think mental toughness and the ability to keep yourself separate from the situations that you're in, be able to look at it from a third party perspective, the people that can do that are more successful and are happier than those who can't, or those who haven't tried, or those who are not mentally tough. I was playing golf the other day and it just seemed like I was hitting bad shot after bad shot. And anyone who plays golf knows once you kind of get in a, in a rut where you're not hitting the ball good, it feels like it's hard to come back from that. You kind of get stuck there. But here's the thing. While I was golfing, I just kept thinking about, I can hit a golf ball well. I know how to hit the ball. I know that I'm capable of doing better than what I'm doing. So what's going on here? And I say it all the time, but golf in my opinion, is 85% mental and 15% skill, practice, learning, technique, things like that. And I think life is the same way. A very small percentage of what life is, is the actions that we take, the experiences that we have, and the other 85% of it is the thoughts that we think pretty much everything we experience we can only experience through having thoughts about our experiences and when something not great happens or something negative happens or something happens that knocks you down if mentally you're not strong it feels impossible to get back up after you failed and golf's the same way and i kept thinking you know what? It's not about the last shot. It's about the next shot. Whether or not you hit a good or a bad shot does not determine what the next shot will look like, period. And when you start to believe that it does, that's when you're letting your mind take over in a negative way. That's when you've convinced yourself that you're stuck. You've convinced yourself you're in a rut. You've convinced yourself maybe you've gotten worse at the game of golf. When in reality, if you hit a bad shot and you can reflect on it and move on quickly and focus on the next shot, you will inevitably be a much better golfer with a much lower score. And in golf, a low score is good <laughs> for those who don't golf. And I think life is the exact same way. When you get knocked down, when you experience a failure, when you mess up, when you make a mistake, when you hurt someone, reflect on it, process it, but stop dwelling on it. Dwelling on it and worrying about it and overthinking never serves us. It serves us to process our emotions. It serves us to look at what happened from an outside perspective and see where we went wrong what we could have changed, what we could have done differently to get a better result. And then you stop dwelling on it and you just focus on the future. 
I think people who struggle with depression and anxiety typically focus on the past. They're stuck in the past. They think about past memories, whether whether good or bad. You know, they think about bad memories that bring up bad feelings. And they think about past good memories and think it'll never be that good again. And I think people that can live in the present moment and focus on the future ahead of them, not what's behind them, are generally the more successful, the happier, and the more mentally tough people. And I think mental toughness is an extremely valuable skill. And I think it's also very much misunderstood. Let's Google mental toughness and see what Google defines it as. Mental toughness is a measure of individual resilience and confidence that may predict success in sport, education, and the workplace. That is a beautiful definition of mental toughness, resilience and confidence that predict success in life. But really, what is it? How do we get resilient? How do we get confident to better succeed in life? And I think you just have to take it one step at a time. Pick something that happened in the last week where you got knocked down, you got your feelings hurt, you made a mistake, you lost a game in sports or a video game or whatever it is. Look at something where you lost or you failed. And specifically look at the circumstances. Were there points in the game or were there points in that circumstance you could have done something different that might have resulted in a success? And if so, let's get specific. What could it have been? And then how can you apply that moving forward? I think that's resilience. Being able to admit when you make a mistake, take ownership of it, process your emotions, It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel bad when you mess up. I think we should. And I think that's part of processing our emotions. But where the mentally weak get it wrong is they stay there. They don't move on. They're down about something that happened for weeks or months or years. And that's, it's sad. It's really, really sad. It's a lack of resiliency. And when you can build your resilience, you can win a lot more. Because here's the thing, the better you can process a failure, the more you can learn from it. The more you learn from it, the better you get. The better you get, the more you win. That's a beautiful thing. So building your resilience not only is going to help you move on quicker from your mistakes and your failures, but it's actually going to decrease the frequency of your mistakes and failures because you're going to continue to learn and get better every single day. Maybe you are someone who has been married before and the marriage failed. The marriage ended in a divorce or separation. That has nothing to do with your next marriage. If you plan to get married again, just because the first one didn't work out, just because you made some mistakes the first go round, does not mean that you are guaranteed to fail the next time. And I think the only way you're guaranteed to fail is believing you're guaranteed to fail because our thoughts create our reality. 
I'm sure you've heard of the law of attraction. What we think about becomes real. What we focus on expands. And if we're constantly focused on our failures, if we're constantly focused on the past, if we're constantly focused on the negative, that is what's going to expand. Maybe you've never been married or you've never been divorced. You can't relate to that example. Let's look at a business example. Maybe you had a deal going, um, an accepted offer or some kind of a business deal that falls apart. You can dwell on that. You can get yourself down. You can put yourself into a deep, dark depression about it and not be able to pull yourself back out or you can look at the facts of the situation and say, what could I have done here to keep this deal together? And here's the other thing, you have to focus on you. There's sometimes another person involved, another party, um, especially when there's a deal going on or a marriage. But the important thing is whether or not the other person messed up, it doesn't help you to dwell on what the other person could have done or what the other person did wrong. What can help you is focusing on you. And had you changed a couple things, even if the other person didn't change anything, could the deal have worked? Could the deal have been saved? Could you have closed that deal by tweaking a conversation or by tweaking the words you used or by bringing a different energy to the deal? And I think it's important for us to look at that and learn from it and get better so that we can win the next deal. But if you don't move on from the failure of that deal, how are you ever going to get the next one? And the more resilient the, that you are, the quicker you can recover from being knocked down the quicker you're going to have a success, the quicker you're going to win. But we have to be able to process our emotions and the facts of the situation and grow so that we continuously get better and better and better. Another example, maybe if you can't relate to a marriage or business, weight loss, I think a lot of people can relate to. So we can look at this two different ways. Maybe you used to be fit and you have put on a lot of weight. And all you can think about is how you used to be fit and you feel entitled to be fit because you have been before, you know what it feels like. And all you do is beat yourself up about the way that you look and the way that you carry yourself and what you eat and the lack of exercise and discipline in your life. But think about that. If we're focused on the lack of discipline, if we're focused on something in the past, if we're focused on all of the failures that got us to the point of being overweight, where can we bring enthusiasm to losing weight? Where can we bring the energy we need to lose weight if we're focused on the negative, if we're focused on the past, if we're focused on how we used to be? Here's the thing, you can't reverse time. You can never get your past back. And that's equally a beautiful thing and a heartbreaking thing. But it's also factual. There's no time machines. There's no reversing time. There's no going back to being a kid. There's no going back to being a teenager. And when you can focus on what's in front of you about the next shot, not the last shot, not the memories, not the past, not everything behind you, when you can focus on the next shot, and what you need to win and what you need to get there and what you need to have a good next shot. That's when you start bringing the energy to really make a change. So if you get nothing else from this episode, it's not 
about the last shot. It's about the next one. Can you imagine if Michael Jordan missed a shot and got so down on himself that he couldn't make another one? Do you think he would have been the athlete that he was? The thing about Michael Jordan and any successful athlete for that matter, I think part of being a successful athlete is having an incredibly strong mind and you can see it everywhere. You can see it in every sport. Um, I know I've talked about CrossFit before, but take someone like Katrin David's daughter in the CrossFit games. There was one year where she could have won physically. She was there physically. She had the ability to win, but her brain got in the way. She was so down on herself, so negative, complaining, focused on her weaknesses that she couldn't possibly show up at her full physical potential because she was beating herself down and she didn't win. Now one year of training her mind and her body and she won the CrossFit games because it's a mentally tough sport. You have to be physically fit. Don't get me wrong. Those people are freaks. (laughs) CrossFit games athletes are the fittest of the fittest people in the world, but to win, you must have a strong mind. If you watch any kind of sports documentary, I think it will become very clear to you. The ones who succeed, the ones who continue to get better year after year, the ones who continue to show up and win are the mentally tough players who don't focus on how many shots they missed, how many times they shanked the ball, how many times they they messed up a pass to their teammate. They don't focus on those. They learn from them. They know what to do the next time they're in that position but they don't beat themselves up day after day, week after week about the few missed shots. They focus on what could I have done differently? I'm going to do that next time. They focus on the shots they did make. They focus on the balls they did hit well. They focus on the passes that went perfectly. And what happened there? How can we replicate that? How can we make more of that so we can win more? Don't dwell on the bad. Don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on the times that you got knocked down or kicked in the teeth. Focus on the next move. What is your next move? What's your next step? What's the next shot? And how can you be sure that you win?